Then they went out into the wilderness of Sheer, and they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. Boy. Now when they came to Mara, they could not drink the waters of Mara, for they were bitter. Therefore the name of it was called Mara. And the people complained against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made a statue, he being God, made a statute and an ordinance for them. And there he tested them and said, If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I'll put none of the disease on you which I have brought on Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. I'm going to pause here. So we have a clear picture of the people of Israel. They are just celebrated a good victory. They are on their way. They don't have to worry about the Egyptian army anymore. But then they faced another challenge, which is normal in the desert. The challenge of finding water. And the Bible says that they had come three days journey without finding water. And physiologically, I think three days without drinking water will put you at the upper edge or upper limit of your survival as a human being. Beyond that, your systems will begin to shut down. So God brought them to that boundary, that limit. And the Bible says they saw water in the distance. So you can imagine the, the excitement, the, the, the aha moment. Oh gosh, finally we have some water to drink. And they all rushed down. I can picture them rushing down and then scooping that water, putting it in their mouth, and boy, bite the tongue like acid. They spit it out and they couldn't drink it. So bitter. You see, imagine their frustration. Imagine the deep sense of disappointment. It's like, oh boy, we are back to where we, it's, it's all over again. We, we are just back where we started. The hope, the expectation, everything comes crashing down. And I guess we've all been there before. When you have maybe even the word from God and you have clear assurances in your heart and you are confident and everything looks okay and then suddenly everything just you know just whittles away like grains of sand just pass through your hands how do you deal with those situations the bitter pools and the bitter ponds of disappointment that come our way in life. Imagine these people as they sat there without hope, feeling so frustrated. I believe those are the moments where people curl themselves up in the sofa and don't want to even go out. Or for some, they just throw tantrums and feel like going to, you know, resort to self-harm because suddenly the sun is out of the sky. That promotion, maybe they coveted, had just been given to somebody else. Or maybe that job they knew they were going to get, they just get a rejection letter. Or that family situation that you, 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 you were so much craving and you, you invested everything in, 
just come crashing down. How do you deal with the bitter pools and the bitter ponds of disappointment in life? Now, what we see here is that when Israel faced that situation, their first reaction was to complain against Moses. Not to Moses, but against Moses. Because they saw Moses as the one who had brought them into this situation. And in a way, they, they have a point. Who navigated the path? But what they didn't realize that it wasn't Moses who was calling the shots. It was God who was calling the shots. It was God's decision to take that route into the promised land. He told Moses, you bring these people to this mountain and you follow this path. So clearly God was the one behind all of this, but they didn't see it. All they saw was Moses. And that is how sometimes we react. We vent our frustrations on what we see. Our family, our friends, our people, they bear the branch when we are at the pool of disappointment, the bitter pools of disappointment. And my prayer for you today is that at the end of this episode, you have the tools to be able to deal with those disappointments in life using what we are seeing here. And my prayer also is that you will not resort to self-harm because of disappointments in life based on the things that we are going to talk about in this episode. So here we are. They were complaining to Moses. And of course, what they said, well, what shall we drink? Which is a normal question. How will I move on to the next level in life? How will I move on? How will things shape up? How is this home going to be healed? How? That is a normal question that they were asking. But unfortunately, they were asking the wrong person. So the Bible says that Moses cried out to the Lord. And the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. So God heard their cry for sure. He's not abandoned them. He understood what they were going through. He knew that this was happening. And just to let you know, he arranged this. And it might seem very callous to push people to the edge and bring them to a pool and it's a pool they couldn't drink. I mean, why, why, why take them through this? But we'll soon see why. So the solution to where they were, the solution to being at that bitter pool lay in God. So Moses knew the right thing to do. He went to God and he called out to God and God heard him. And he showed him a tree. You see, every situation in life that has brought us to the point of disappointment, whether you are a person of faith or you are not a person of faith, there is a way out. And I'm speaking, I'll speak from the perspective of the Bible. And that is, God has an answer. But he controls how he delivers that answer. It is not impossible for God to have prepared this pool to be sweet ahead of them. 
But how would they know the power of God if they didn't have the opportunity to see God at work in turning that situation around? So it was a teaching moment. You see, God created this as a teaching moment for the people of Israel. The tree there, the word he saw a tree, that is akin to what God was going to do in the redemption of man in his son Jesus Christ. The solution to everything that life is throwing at us, God provided the answers in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. We've already gone through the cross in previous episodes. So if you haven't been able to watch those, you can always go back on YouTube and watch those episodes. So that cross, that tree that God showed Moses is symbolic of what he was going to do at the end of the age in his son Jesus Christ where he will carry every disappointment, he will carry every pain, everything on him and bring us solutions. So we don't have to feel hopeless. Imagine if they had known that God was capable of this wonderful biochemistry where he would turn bitter salt-filled water to sweet water. Would they have had hope? Would they have viewed life more optimistically? But they didn't know. So we now have the benefit of hindsight. We know God. So when disappointments hit us, we should do what Moses did. We go to God and work with God, follow his instructions, and tap that solution out of Jesus Christ. Bible says that the one who gave his son to us, why will not will he why will he not with him? also freely give us all things. That is God. Now, why am I saying that this is a teaching moment? So God turned that bitter water into sweet. He demonstrated his power using that occasion. But there's something more that God did. Bible says he made a statute and an ordinance for them. And there he tested them. Wow. So God was using this to test them. To see how they will react to delays, to his plans, his timing, his will. How they will react. In previous episode, I've talked about the stress test. In the manufacturing sector and other areas, you put materials through stress. So that you see how they are going to function under real world situations. So over here... God orchestrated these three days with no water and no hope and then coming to the water and then you can't drink it. This whole thing is a stress test. Bible says he tested them there. You see. And the essence is to show them who he is and to see what is inside them. And like some man of God has said, and I believe it, our disappointments sometimes are God's appointments. He has a plan for that disappointment. It doesn't mean he's not going to provide that need that you have. It doesn't mean he's not going to work you through it. He will. He has an appointment. He wants to use that occasion for a purpose. So what might seem to you like a terrible disappointment, it is an opportunity to have an appointment with God, to honor a God-ordained appointment for your life. And the other thing that he did 
was that he gave them commandments and statutes. And at that point, he gave them a promise. That is God fulfilling the terms of his appointment to them, to teach them something and to reveal himself to them. Many, many years, you know, I've meditated on this verse where he promises that I'll put none of the disease on you which I brought on Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. And I, I read the whole chapter and I kind of was thinking, this whole promise doesn't seem to fit into the circumstances. We are talking about they being thirsty and they looking for a way out. You are talking about healing. Lord, how does this fit in into the circumstances? So I, I have been tossing it in my spirit for years and years and years and years. Until recently, as I was preparing on this issue, you know, this series, that God opened my eyes to see what I was talking about. If you go with me to Proverbs chapter 8, it's healing after all. All along is being about healing. Proverbs chapter 13, I beg your pardon, chapter 13, verse 12. The Bible says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. So, yes, when God tells them, I am the Lord who heals you, He knows. The damaging effect when we go through disappointments, it shocks the system. It shocks the body. So it's appropriate for God to talk about healing at this point. Because the whole testing that we're going through was how to deal with the bitter pools and disappointments in life. And it takes the opportunity to tell them that, look, there is one side. If you yield to those disappointments and you yield and succumb to all of those, that is going to cause problems for you. And like Proverbs is saying, when the hope finally comes, it is a tree of life. There is another side. If you go with me, there is healing, there's grace, there's everything that is available. But primarily, the hope deferred makes the heart sick. And that is a test for us. God brings us through the ringer to shake us up primarily to see what is inside us. But at the same time, he's also the Lord who heals us. He doesn't leave us at the mercy of those disappointments. He doesn't leave us at the mercy of those frustrations. And he will heal us. But above all, he will provide a way out for us. So we have a choice when we face disappointments in life. That choice is to view it as an appointment with God. Lord, this situation hasn't worked out the way that I want. Things have turned south on me. Hope has been deferred. It's been drawn out. It's extended. It's prolonged. My hope is shriveled. Lord, I feel sick inside. But I'm going to turn my eyes onto the hills from when comes my help. You are the Lord who heals me emotionally. You are the Lord who restores my soul. You are the Lord who brings me back together. But most importantly, when we sit at the bitter pools in life, when we are found or find ourselves in those places of disappointment, there is something that we need to know, that God has an appointment with us. Why is God doing all of this to these people? And mostly, why is he doing it to us? 
Go to Deuteronomy chapter 8. Even as we close on this door, chapter 8. Bible says, every commandment which I come from verse 1, which I command you today, you must be careful to observe that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you to know what is in your heart, whether you will keep his commandments or not. So all the things that they were going through, being at this bitter pool, not able to drink, being hungry and not knowing where food is going to come from. Bible says God used those as stress tests to humble them, to test them, and to know what is in their heart, whether they were going to obey his commandments. That is God. So the disappointments, they are appointments that God has. He caused them to hunger and fed them with manna, which they did not know, so that they know that man does not live by bread alone, but by everything that comes from the mouth of God. Thirst and hunger was a way of stress for them to help them to acquire that inner fortitude and strength to know how to depend on God. But most especially in verse 16, this is what the Bible says. It says, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know? that he might humble you and that he might test you to do you good in the end. When we go through those moments and we are sitting at the bitter pools, let us remember God has an appointment with us. It is not wasted opportunity. That job that slipped from your hands is not going to define your life. That failure that came, that expectation that didn't happen, it is not the end of your life. Look at the bigger picture. Just look at God. So when the hope is deferred and it seems like nothing is ever going to work for you, be patient. Hold on to the Lord. Because the Bible says when you pass that test, the purpose is that He will do you good at the end. He will do you good at the end. So view that good and apply yourself to that. And I pray that God will strengthen you. That when you find yourself sitting at that bitter pool, you are not going to give up on your faith. Give up on God. Because our disappointments really are appointments to the Lord. And so when He comes, He's going to challenge our faith. He's going to strengthen us. But He also come with a blessing. He also come and give us more than even what we expected. The people wanted water, but when God came, He didn't just change the water, the circumstances that was causing them stress. He didn't only change that, those circumstances, but He also enacted a covenant with them. He enacted an agreement with them, and He made them a promise. God is going to come your way in those moments of bitterness, in those moments of disappointment. It's going to be a test and learn the lesson these people didn't learn that it's an appointment with God and God is going to make it. Thank you so much for joining me today. God willing, next week we are going to look at the whole picture why God takes us through all of this, the trials. Thank you so much and may God richly bless you.
Find rest. Mm-hmm. 